right, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what other movies inspired it. And today on the show, we're getting a little controversial, but you know what? We saw a movie that we liked, and we said, let's talk about it. Uh, we are talking about Dragged Across Concrete, which was written and directed by S. Craig Zoller and stars Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn as a couple of uh, bad cops who get caught doing some bad stuff, and they uh, get kicked off the police force, and so they decide to go into the criminal underworld to try to make some money. And, uh, you know... I, I'm i sure we have listeners of this show from every uh, political walk of life. Uh, some of you who have listened for a long time probably know I'm a pretty big progressive myself. Uh, but this movie is pretty right wing. <laughs> and uh, so I find a lot of other uh, you know movie podcasts and critics don't want to give it any coverage. And, uh, you know, I understand Mel Gibson has his history of being a piece of human garbage. Uh, but the man can act, and this is a good movie. That's really what it comes down to, and we wanted to talk about it. My co-host for the episode, Chad Clinton Freeman, he loved this movie. Uh, I liked it quite a bit. And funny enough, uh, S. Craig Zoller also produced, didn't direct, uh, the standoff at Sparrow Creek, which is the only other VOD movie that we've done on this show. So I don't know how he keeps ending up on these uh, on these episodes, because normally we only do theatrically released movies, uh, and then a couple of smaller indies that we've done. Uh, but these are like major, but only on VOD movies. So kind of surprising that he's shown up twice now. But... You know, I don't know. I'm not going right wing on you guys, I promise. <laughs> so uh, anyway, if any of these kind of controversial themes and racism and all these things are something you don't want to hear, you know, then you probably should skip this episode and go to the next one. But I really do think this is a good movie and worth talking about. So before we get into that conversation... I want to remind you all to please make sure you are subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice. Follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Do all the stuff we always tell you to do. I'll remind you at the end of the episode, of course. For now, let's get into the conversation. All right, back on the show with us today. It's been a little while, but Chad Clinton Freeman, how you doing, buddy? I am doing great. Excited to be back on. Um, yeah. Definitely, uh... Uh, f- fun, fun movie that d- does well. Fun depends on yeah, how you <laughs> say fun. Uh, <laughs> good, good movie. I'll say that to discuss today. So I, yeah, I'm definitely excited. I, I love where we're headed with this conversation already. I <laughs> love it. <laughs> yeah, dragged across concrete is a. Uh, it's a. It's kind of a weird movie to talk about because I mean, all of the political things are like really difficult to ignore. Like to like try to pretend they're not there but at the same at the same time i kind of feel like that's what we're here to do i feel like i like i think a lot of critics or or podcasts might say oh you know right winger stuff and mel gibson like i'm just gonna not cover it but i really like this movie and i know you really like this movie and i <laughs> yes, mean I, I, I felt like it would be a fun conversation yeah so yeah, and, and, like, and that's the thing art is about pushing boundaries and pushing buttons and i mean that's that's the thing i i, I don't see this at all and we'll get into this more and more details but i don't see this as at all as as a you know um a movie made for 
uh, you know, like Trump supporters or whatever, and uh, mm. <laughs> just hateful people. I don't. I, I mean, I don't see that at all. But anyway, right? Exactly. I don't. I don't either. I think it's just a story about some complicated characters, and right. that that's that's what it comes down to. And right. I mean, there are so many movies that we've loved over the years that have complicated characters right, right, right. <laughs> i mean well, that, that exactly. makes for that's an interesting what, movie to, to me that's what makes movies good is when you have uh, complicated and interesting characters so yeah for sure yeah absolutely all right well you know with, with all that said you know let's let's jump right in and get to some puzzle pieces so for dragged across concrete what is your first puzzle piece okay for me the 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 one that just totally jumped out um and uh, it's a movie I love quite a bit, um, and that's the the movie Trespass, which uh, mm-hmm. from the '90s with Bill Paxton and Ice T. It's got like a whole bunch of people, Ice Cubes, I think, is in that as well. Um, it's one I haven't watched in a while. I do have it on DVD. It recently came out on Blu-ray. I do have to get it on Blu-ray. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, Trespass, yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of uh, of what uh, goes on with it is. Uh, it's it's about the you know these two white guys Bill Paxton and um, William Sadler and they uh, know about this gold that's supposedly in this abandoned building and then what happens is is you've got uh, people that actually live in the building and then you've got these other people who are like uh, drug dealers or something that then they 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 go there to you know. To, to 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 do their work and then they kind of just uh cross each other's paths and then it ends up being where the most unlikely person like uh ends up like the hero and everybody else is mm-hmm. like you know wiped out um so it in a lot of ways structurally it's 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 almost the same movie as far as like what what plays out but uh that's uh that's a movie i love is walter hill uh it's one of his one of my favorites of his uh of course a lot of people like a lot of his older uh stuff but uh that was the 92 or so you know in in the big boom of uh iced tea movies with new jack city uh, around in that time sure, period. Sure, sure, yeah. But, no, um, I, I haven't I seen it since back it, then, but it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, but I, this one is very much a, you know, um, it's 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 kind of a gritty crime movie, and then it's also kind of a, an exploitation movie. So it, it's kind of in that mm. same vein as like a Walter Hill-type movie. So um, I, it, it had to have been an inspiration, I think. And uh, definitely, uh, it it works as a as a good companion movie for you know if somebody likes that movie, I think they will enjoy this one. So, sure, yeah, no, I I think that's a great uh, first puzzle piece to kick this thing off. And yeah, like I said, I I haven't seen it in a million years, but I remember it was a great movie back then. And and I totally see like that that setup once we once we get you know into the plot of this thing, right? Exactly, it does seem to yeah. it does seem to go along with that quite well. Right. That's funny. I hadn't thought of it though. That's great. Um, right on. Well, for my first puzzle piece, and I wanted to get this one out of the way first because it's the the most uh, critical of this movie. Because I did enjoy this movie uh, right. quite a bit. Um, but the thing that I that I 
that if I had to pick something that I didn't like about it, mm-hmm. um, there's a, a meme that people like joke around about ah. lately. Uh, it, it's the, we live in a society meme. Ah. And, uh, right. I, 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 I feel, I feel like that comes very much from the dark night. Right. Um, and so the dark night is my first puzzle piece and not just for the, uh, genuinely cool heists here. I'm not heists, but like bank robbery scenes, um, which are really well done and, and, uh, 10, and exciting um but you know from the social commentary of uh the society we live in and just how bad everything has gotten and how divided we all are and i think that uh uh what's his name craig zoller s craig zoller i should say uh you know he's a a little a little heavy-handed with it um there are some lines of dialogue are just so obvious and you know you could totally picture you know we we all you know both of us are are liberal guys but we could you know i'm sure we all have our our conservative friends and we could picture some of these lines coming straight out of our conservative friends mouths and uh some of that was just so like a little like cringingly obvious you know um and so I, i just wanted to get that one out of the way first because from there on out it's all going to be uh me talking about how much i like this movie <laughs> <laughs> so no yeah uh i i didn't even think about the dark night but the and i didn't think about the meme either but you're you're you you hit that on the the nail on the head for sure uh they, this is a bit over the top with its uh kind of um you know political beliefs and i don't know that the necessarily the movie is but some of the characters mm-hmm. for sure uh i mean and that right. that's the thing is that uh to to me um there's so there's so much more than that that yeah that definitely is a little heavy-handed um but i i i i enjoy uh, preachiness in movies uh, from time to time, regardless <laughs> of what the what the what the agenda is they're pushing. I enjoy that 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 preachiness, that hitting you over the head with it. Um, and you like when people believe in something. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I think that's it. I yeah. mean, it, whether it's the characters or whether it's the filmmakers. I mean, if somebody believes in something, that uh, I mean, that it, it gives more purpose. So it it, it sure. has meaning uh, for you know whoever it is so uh i i definitely do uh like that aspect of it uh but yeah i mean uh, a good good point with the with the heist and everything i mean that was something that uh, i had struggled with trying to think of what would be a good comparison um dead presidents was one that i thought of uh it's another Mm -hmm. one you know from the 90s that i really liked a lot um you know the uh uh the the Hughes brothers, um, uh, sure. and uh, you know with that one it's a it's a lot uh, more of a um, like long sprawling like epic, but then you've got that heist element near the end, um, and and, it, and this one goes so much better than that one. But uh, <laughs> I, sure. I was trying to think of a good one, but I, I, I think yeah. Uh, the Dark Knight is definitely a good piece there. You know, before moving on to your next puzzle piece, you know, I think you've brought up 90s twice so far. And mm-hmm. I think other than the politics involved in this, I think the movie definitely has a bit of a 90s feel to it. De- definitely. I do. I, I do I think, think that. Cool. I mean, I think that uh, this very much, I think, was inspired by like 
you know, urban nineties type movies and also mm. Mel Gibson <laughs> movies. I think, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think very much, I mean, uh, which I'll go ahead and go into that. I mean, lethal weapon, I feel like is, uh, just the series, uh, in total, I think is a, a sure. puzzle piece here. I think the, just okay. the, the, the chemistry of, uh, well, just that, you know, it's just Mel Gibson, I think, but the, the <laughs> chemistry, uh, interaction of, you know, Mel Gibson's character with, uh, his partner throughout the lethal weapon movies, you know, that body, that buddy cop kind of vibe of, we don't really like each other, but we do really like each other sort of thing. Um, that's what this one does. It, it definitely has just yeah. like that great. Uh, buddy cop vibe to it. Uh, the, uh, I know we discussed this uh, prior, and uh, you know, you had said how they had just such good chemistry together, and they did. It's just oh, like yeah. you know, there's some moments are just like really, really like comedic gold, and it's very could be very, very simple things, but just how the one would get under the other skin about certain things. And then also how they obviously really liked each other, but then also, I mean, Mel Gibson's character basically drags Vince Vaughn's character like along, you know, I, he's the character yeah. I really felt bad for in this movie because he just kind of goes <laughs> yeah. along because this is his, his, his uh, partner and it's his friend. And it's just like, okay whatever you know <laughs> so yeah. um he's in he's in till he's not <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean um but yeah de definitely i just think uh, uh mel gibson movies overall especially in the the, the, the late 80s and the 90s and it's specifically lethal weapon um uh, another factor here sure absolutely no i i think the lethal weapon series is a great uh a great series to look to even with it being mel gibson i i think uh, part of what I liked about the movie so much is that that chemistry between the two right. leads, and they they have it so so well. There's right. so so many great scenes in this of the two of them, even when they're just they're just sitting in a car. Right, just doing, right. And exactly. th this movie really takes its time with that. I mean, it, I know that this director has been you know the people talk about slow burns, like you know, but he really takes his time with just having them sit in the car right. and and watching, you right. know, and uh. And it's really great. I mean, that's when the movie's kind of at its best, even though it's got some great action in it and everything else. Um, that that's when it's really living and breathing. I mean, there's such like there's such real characters, right? Exactly. I think uh, the 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 characters feel real, and then also the the charisma of you know Vince Vaughn and Mel Gibson that obviously helps. But uh, yeah, their inter interactions are are just so so good. They really are. Um, you know, and Absolutely. it's just something simple as one of them eating and it just annoying the hell out of the other one. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, and, and, and that sort of thing, um, is the, it, it, well, I feel in a lot of ways, I feel, uh, that Quentin Tarantino, I think is another, I think in influence of, of this movie in many, many ways, but I think the, the, sure. the, the, the that simple part there of, you know, kind of everyday life aspects taking place and that being like a part of this movie 
that's this crime drama and then it being like fun and interesting like these 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 you know characters that aren't just black and white that are very gray that have this good in them they have this bad in them and then also the fact yeah, that yeah. like they're these just like simple everyday like life moments that they're going through as well and and, it, and sure. it's fun yeah. so there's so many so many elements there that i just felt overall uh quentin tarantino is an influence and i i would say specifically with this movie though i, I reservoir dogs and uh, Jackie Brown, those were the two that really came to my mind. Okay, yeah, I'll put them both down as puzzle pieces because, yeah, I certainly um, – it's funny you, you bring those up specifically because I was thinking about Quentin Tarantino, but I wasn't quite sure which movies I would use specifically. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that you're uh, – I'm letting you make the, uh, the final <laughs> call on that one right there. I could I could have easily like jumped in and gone with any, but but yeah, I think those are good ones though to to specifically point to. Um, and yeah, I, I think uh, you know one more thing before I move on to my next puzzle piece. Uh, I, I I think that talking about these characters and uh, the, the the watching them live and watching them breathe, and you know, despite them not being necessarily good people, mm-hmm. but they're, they're having that uh, having that like the nuggets of of good in them, even though you know we really don't want to celebrate these people. I think that is definitely kind of the central thing in this movie. Right. Um, you know, I I think that's what he's trying to show is that uh, there there's good in people that are bad. Really, is what it comes down to. Like there there is a theme there. Right. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, especially especially uh, the the Mel Gibson character uh, of how what his intent is, why he's doing what he's doing, also why he he feels the way that he does. I mean, um, mm. and of course for him, it's all about his family. Um, you know, he has a, a teenage daughter. Uh, he lives in a, a bad neighborhood. He has his wife, who was also a cop, that uh, she has uh, de- deteriorating, you know, disease that uh, makes her disabled. And um, mm-hmm. so he here he is. He's a he's a guy that's been doing the same job for years and years and years, and he's good at what he does. He's not necessarily um, you know, a, uh, a, 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 a clean cop. Uh, he's definitely a, a dirty mm-hmm. cop. Um, but I think at the, he, he, he's definitely, there's a lot of good qualities to him as a, as a, as a person and that he, in his mind is doing, you know, the right thing, or at least what he feels right. is the right thing at, at, at the time of what he's doing. So, um, exactly. And, and yeah, you're right. I mean, that's pretty much like the, the, the overall theme of this, I think really kind of going, tr- trying to look at, uh, especially in the, in this environment today, looking past our, our differences and also our beliefs and just kind of seeing that, you know, we, we all really want the, the same thing, you know, we just want to sure, be, sure. We, we just want to provide, we just want to, uh, you know, be, yeah. be good at something. And, um, you know, uh, there is so much that gets, some of us are awful. In that. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, speaking of uh, racists who have a heart in there somewhere, um, <laughs> my next puzzle piece is Gran Torino with Clint Eastwood. Mm. Um, <laughs> another movie where you've got just like uh, basically an awful racist person, um, but you kind of sort of want to root for him right. because you know that he means well. Right. And uh, yeah, <laughs> that's another uh, similar <clears throat> similar thing to what's going on here with these main characters uh, just being, you know, not very good people, but they you know that their heart's kind of in the right place. And you, you, you see where they're coming from, even though, you know, they're, they're you, you don't want to, you don't want to give them too much. Right. <laughs> you don't want to feel like you're giving them too much, but, uh, but you do kind of see where they're coming from. Yeah. No, but it, it, and, and, and actually that, that's interesting. I, I didn't even, uh, think of that movie, but I definitely thought of Clint Eastwood, but my, my mind, mm. uh, went to old school Clint Eastwood when he was, you know, playing cop movies, specifically Dirty Harry. Sure, um, sure. I mean, these are kind of modern day Dirty Harry uh, cops, you know, rogue cops that, uh, you know, play by their own rules, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, that's the, that's the thing as it's been a long time since I've watched dirty Harry. I mean, dirty Harry is a great movie, but I'm sure there's a lot of it that's politically incorrect in this day and age. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I'm sure I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's very stereotypical <laughs> I'm sure he... as well. So, I mean, um, I, it's been, a, yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen dirty, dirty Harry, but uh it's a great movie and a uh, great character um and these are essentially modern day dirty harrys i feel like if everybody had cameras on their cell phones back in the days of dirty harry they'd have caught dirty harry doing some bad shit too <laughs> right <laughs> right <laughs> oh man what, what's your uh, next puzzle piece um oh well to to bring this to a newer one cuz we, we have already hit on like lethal weapon and and uh the the chemistry and everything of them but uh the nice guys you know um this reminded me a bit of the nice guys <laughs> of course the nice guys is a, a way more fun and funny movie but uh just uh the the the, the mix of Russell Crowe with uh Ryan Gosling um it's kind of similar in a way to, you know, the old and young, uh, kind of a bit sure. with, uh, Vince Vaughn and Mel Gibson, although, uh, they're, they're closer, I would say, as in like personalities, as opposed to Russell Crowe and, and Ryan Gosling. But, uh, I, I think, you know, uh, I, you put these two characters in another movie, you could definitely have a, a nice guys kind of movie. And I think nice guys is comes from the same place of, you know, liking those, um, uh, you know, uh, Mel Gibson, Lethal Weapon type movies. Um, and so absolutely, I, 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 I think that, uh, that, that, you know, that's a good fun, fun uh, piece to mention. Cause that's the thing is that this movie has some fun in it and it has some comedy. I mean, it, it, there's some likability like you're even saying about the, how the characters, you know, they're, they're likable and you, you, you want to root for them. It's just there, there's right. uh, it, it's a, it's a, like a darker, 
grittier, nice guys almost in a way. That's not as funny. <laughs> <laughs> that That's hilarious. I, I had not thought of that at all, but I could totally see that. And yeah, I think you're right. Both of these, uh, the filmmakers came from a place of wanting to celebrate classic cop stories and like buddy cops and uh, but just in totally different ways. And also speaking of the nice guys, I was going to bring this up like after like when we do our closing thoughts, but I guess I'll bring it up right now. Um, the, uh, the, the end credit sequence that I've been talking about <laughs> on Facebook and Twitter that I love so much, that seems like something that would have been way more at home in the nice guys than, right. than in this, uh, for people who haven't watched this, although you should have watched the movie before you listen to the episode. Um, but for some reason after this, like really dark, although with, you know, moments of humor. Um, but there's this dark movie about like heavy topics like racism and a lot of people die very violently. Um, mm -hmm. then we come to the end of the movie and we've got this hilarious, ridiculous song. I think, I think I read it was by the OJs. I'm not sure. Mm. And, uh, it's like jungle safari or something. And then during it, they're doing like that classic eighties thing of where like they show like a little three second right. scene of each character character smiling and like kind of making a little giggle and then it freeze frames them and i'm like i'm like what like for this kind of a movie that's so out of place and ridiculous it was so funny yeah. um but yeah, yeah that would have that would have made sense for the nice guys it for, for this movie, it did not make sense, but I loved it, even though it didn't make sense. I loved right. it, so right? Much. Yeah. Well, and and, that, and that's a, another thing that just comes back to just the the, the weirdness of uh, you know this filmmaker uh, and 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 uh, how again how I I feel like he's he's one of those guys that's just kind of like uh, Tarantino that's just kind of like yeah. I'm just going to do whatever I want, you know? And it's like, exactly. It, it, no, nobody yeah. else is like quite gets it or understands it, but then it's like, he does it. And so then it's like, Hmm, okay. <laughs> so, so this one, it, gonna do I, I, I would say this movie uh, plays itself more, I would say serious than his last movie. Um, the, mm -hmm. uh, the cell block movie. It one is so over the top. Um, so, uh, that one he, he he brings down the the over the topness in this one um and, but there's still like you can just hit that 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 fun humor he he obviously has a a, a fun humor to him it still uh, seeps into right. this and and definitely the the closing credits is is one of those um yeah as far as like puzzle pieces that 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 would be like you know uh like the a team or something uh you know like the I, I can't think specifically but like tv shows like that like the a team and um yeah um, i thought yeah i thought of the naked it, gun it, 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 oh well, there you go the naked <laughs> gun yeah so uh <laughs> yeah so and, and that's the thing is the naked gun that's i'm great. sure it probably did do that exactly and it was probably making fun of like the tv show yeah uh, you know from the 80s uh, it seems like that they all came totally. on like that or, or went off like that like the fall guy and <laughs> i like all these shows that i liked when i was a kid dukes of hazard even um so yeah love it i love it <laughs> um all right so my next puzzle piece then uh so i realizing both of my last two puzzle pieces are uh uh cop movies mm -hmm. so uh first one is bad lieutenant Mm. Um, okay. just a movie, you know, about 
bad cops and you know right. what i mean and yeah. it, i the, the funny thing is um and i i, I don't want to uh i don't want to get any hate mail here <laughs> um but i i feel like i feel like these guys you know they're they're not good guys but we we don't see anything that is that like over the top awful like they're not you know they didn't kill anybody they certainly should be uh, reprimanded and possibly lose right. their job over the things that they're doing, but they're not like pushing it to any kind of extreme, which is an interesting choice. Um, which I think kind of allows us to kind of go along for it and right. still laugh at their their likability right. and all that stuff. I, I think, and and it's definitely it's an interesting thing trying to ride that line, and I think he does it well, uh, Zoller, um, with with writing it this way with, with not making the things that they did uh you know they're 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 racist and <laughs> they're right. not good and these people right. these people should not be out there working jobs you know they 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 they, sh they should be um they should be fired for the things they do but on a scale on a sliding scale it's like it, it allows you to still sit in the car with them and still laugh when they're you right. know, joking around with each other right right yeah and and yeah. and not only that uh like actually I, I like i said i i i felt for the vince Vaughn character um mm -hmm. you know I, I i i didn't really feel for the mel gibson character as far as like you know when he got what he got and I, even though yeah. we do we do spoil things i don't want to go into much details with either of those things but uh yeah, um, I, I I think you're 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 definitely right there that the um, they could have definitely opened this up a lot harsher and um, yeah and then though you wouldn't have really been along for the ride at all I think if, had they done that exactly um, exactly yeah. and I'm not I'm not sure how I got to that point from Bad Lieutenant but um I, I guess Bad Lieutenant was a pretty bad guy though it's been a long time since well, I saw that Bad movie. Lieutenant is one of, yeah, yeah Bad Lieutenant for me was one that I never could get on board with because um it just he seemed like such a terrible character I mean, a person terrible person yeah and he did stupid things as well. So there was never at any point that I ever was able to get on board with him as opposed to though, the Nicholas cage, bad Lieutenant movie. Uh, <laughs> I, was about, yeah, I was about to say, maybe this is a little more on that. <laughs> yeah, one. It's kind of a mesh. Yeah, really. It's kind of, it's kind of a blend of those two. Uh, that one had, uh, you know, yeah, it's just like the, the, the character was just so over the top that it, made it fun i mean right um this one is a more of a balance because there is a a, a a realism to them um and uh i i yeah i don't know kind of yeah kind of a kind of a balance of, of both of the 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 bad lieutenant movies uh this one could have been bad lieutenant three though sure. for sure <laughs> all right what's your uh next well yeah uh, might as well go into this i had i had wrote down a couple of cop movies just that i uh had thought of um which were m you know more gritty type cop movies uh still kind of in the same vein in in many ways because uh uh colors um mm. you know uh, you basically had the 
older cop and the younger cop. And it was like, uh, in the, in, in, in these, in these movies that I'm bringing up here, colors, and then also training day, it, it's more of the, the, the older cop showing the younger cop, the ropes, which this one in, kind of spins that yeah. a little bit it's not necessarily doing that it, that the the younger cop is already in deep and the older cop is already like beyond like um you know retirement essentially you know uh he's he's definitely too old for this sure shit. yeah he's stuck <laughs> so uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> so but 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 definitely uh training day in colors i thought of, of both of those movies, again, uh, you you've got uh, cops that aren't um, really good cops, you know, that uh, uh, bend rules, break rules, and uh, they you know dismiss it as well. This is what you know I, I have to do. This is the way you know you, you get things done. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also even even end of watch is another one mm. and uh that one might more so be kind of in that same more like along this one of kind of the one guy dragging along the other as opposed to uh those right right but uh yeah right on yeah training day was uh on my list that was like my last fully mm-hmm. formed puzzle piece and definitely a lot of what you were just saying um and just like you know a lot of the banter and a lot of the uh you know the the exposing that gray area between, you know, what it is to be a good cop right. and a bad cop. And, uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of that there, going uh, on in this movie. And, um, I, I haven't seen it in a while training day. I, I, it was such a good movie. Um, yeah, I, I haven't watched, watched it, it in a while either. I admit, um, I, 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 I have seen it a couple of times, but it, the other thing that it comes to mind with me on is that, uh, would you be like, would you go along for the ride if it wasn't Denzel playing that character? Because that is such a horrible character, right. but Denzel brings so much charisma yeah. to it. And I, and kind of, maybe I, I feel that way in a sense with Mel Gibson of, I mean, Mel Gibson, uh, I don't care what anybody says. I love Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson has so much charisma and he just, to me, he, he, he lights up a screen. Um, it's totally different in a different way than the yeah. way Denzel does. But, uh, I, I'm kind of like, uh, really, uh, it doesn't matter what the character is. Uh, either one of those guys plays it and I'm along for the ride, I think. So, <laughs> yeah, I, we were texting the day after I watched this movie, like, like, God damn it. Why does he have to be such a shit bag? Right. Like, you know, right. He's, he's so damn good in he, every he, movie he, that he's he, in. He's he so is, good. He is. Uh, and, and, and here's the thing is speaking of, of him as an influence to this movie, I think him as a filmmaker is also an influence on this movie. Um, as far as some of the, uh, true. you know, the 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 gore and violence of this movie um intense violence yeah yeah, yeah. um so and <laughs> from what i understand i i'm trying to remember i think i read an interview um or i or i listened to one i don't remember exactly but uh this was way before i'd even saw this before it had came out that um 
uh, evidently, because you know Vince Vaughn was in uh, the previous movie, uh, Raw at Cell Block ninety nine. I think it's the name of it, right? Um, and uh-huh. uh, when he was filming that, uh, he approached Vaughn about getting Mel Gibson the script for this one. Um, he hadn't hmm. wrote he hadn't wrote the script with Mel Gibson in mind, um, but he was like wait a second, you know, Mel Gibson here, give me this script. I want you guys in. <laughs> and, um, of course Mel Gibson reads it and he's like, uh, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, um, I, I, I think that even if he didn't, cause he, he, uh, claims that he never writes any of his parts with any, any actors in mind, which of course he's cast Jennifer Carpenter and Rose that I think, were written specifically so he could just put her in the movies. But anyway, he says he doesn't do that. So uh, I just feel like, though, that in many ways, I think Mel Gibson was a big influence on this movie, regardless if he says so or not. So, Right, right. Yeah, no, it certainly seems like it. I mean, it seems tailor-made for him. Um, and, you know, it's an interesting thing. I mean, as long as we're, we're talking about Mel Gibson for a minute here, um, it, it's an interesting thing that he was down for it because you know it, it's certainly risky uh for him like he you know he's right. kind of gotten this rare chance right, to come right. back after all of his right. awfulness you know and like got got the oscar nomination for uh or was it did he get the oscar nom i know he got the globe nom uh for uh what's it called right. hacksaw ridge and uh you know it just, it just seems like he's like back in a way and certainly not in any he's never going to be back in like leading right, man right. you know real leading man territory but like certainly back enough you know like that like he could just ride by and do some less controversial roles but i mean he right. really went for this yeah. thing i think i mean i think that, that just speaks to the the quality of of the script and uh this this uh, you know the the yeah. ideas behind this movie i mean um again i can say this people can hate on mel gibson all they want i don't care people can hate on zoller all they want i don't care i uh i'm, I'm a zoller fan and here's the thing is that i didn't like his first movie bone tomahawk i wasn't on board that one um and uh, uh but mm-hmm. the, the 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 two after that uh, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he, he brings it and, uh, he, he has his own unique and interesting, uh, style and also like sense of humor and, and, it, and it's very much also like, you know, a throwback like Tarantino does to, you know, exploitation and, and, uh, that sort of thing. So it's definitely sure. in, in that, um, same kind of, uh, like spirit so yeah yeah um that they another one i was going to mention though as far as and and this goes back again 90s uh um, movies cop movies and uh just kind of a fun movie but also very uh weirdly violent uh and that's uh the last boy scout Ooh, um, nice. you know, yeah, uh, I, I, I'm a big fan of that one. You know, that, that was my favorite Tony Scott movie. Um, one of my favorite Bruce Willis movies. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean that movie, there's just that football scene, um, where, 
<laughs> it's just insane. I remember when I saw that movie at the theater and the football player pulls out the gun and he starts shooting people. And I'm just like, wow. I mean, it just blew me away. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, 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 the moment in here, uh, uh, you know, Jennifer Carpenter, her, her character, I, 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 I text you this. One of the things I really love, love, love. She's in the movie. Her character doesn't really have anything to do with the movie. Totally could be throwaway. Totally could be a part of another movie. Uh, such a fantastic scene, though. So powerful and just so brutal, too. Um, oh, yeah. But her her part from start to finish in this movie just like so hit me so hard. It's just just so, so haunting. Um but yeah, the, the, uh, it hadn't been, I, 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 I don't think at that point it hadn't been that violent. And then it was just like, boom, like a, a huge yeah. blow of violence. And it was like totally unexpected. Cause like for me, I'm a, I'm a fan of Jennifer, Jennifer Carpenter. So I'm waiting for her to show up. Then she shows up and I'm like, oh yeah. And then I'm like, oh man, her, her <laughs> she, she, she poured it on immediately. And then all of a sudden, She's gone. And it was like, wow. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah. Totally off topic of what I was talking about with the last Boy Scout. But, <laughs> but yeah, kind of <laughs> we had to fit it in somewhere. Violence, that impactful violence. And then also at the same time, um, that that funness of, uh, you know, the, the, the characters, uh, the way Bruce Willis um, and uh, Damon Wayans were in that movie. Um, that one, of course, is also sure. more of a, 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 a funny movie, but it goes into dark areas. Um, and uh, it's almost like this one kind of uh, just took that sort of idea and strips away all of the silliness and then just, you know, kind of wallows in that darkness of it. So. Right, right, right. No, I, I, I completely agree. And, and I mean, back to the uh, Jennifer Carpenter scene, I was, uh, I was originally trying to think of other examples of things like that, and I really, I couldn't think of one like where just all of a sudden we're following this new character, and then, right. like you know, and then it just really just kind of throws you off. So that way, once we get to that big impactful moment of violence, it's like. Like it just hits you all the more harder. It's like it's a really interesting right. piece of filmmaking there. Yeah. Well, one of the one of the things though that it's not exactly, but one of the things I thought of was uh, Jackie Brown, Chris Tucker's character, because um, mm. I, I there there's a great like scene with Chris Tucker, and it's kind of like a it's almost like its own short movie within Jackie Brown. And uh, it's kind of along that same kind of thing. It's like, um, I think most filmmakers would cut those scenes. Mm -hmm. But uh, again, these are, these are filmmakers who basically just do what they want to do because yeah. they want to do it. And so I think that the, that scene is one that would have been cut down or probably cut altogether and uh i always felt that way though about the chris tucker scene and jackie brown as well 
um, which I, it's been a while since I've watched Jackie Brown, but uh, he like gets kidnapped and thrown into the trunk. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It, it, like, I, it, it, like it seems even weird that he was in Jackie Brown because I know <laughs> it's, it's one of those moments though, that it's like, it's so good though of a, of a like, scene and it's just like it's kind of like from another movie or something though but uh yeah it's along the same lines there right right no totally totally uh well i'm i'm fresh out of puzzle pieces uh do do you have uh any more you wanted to do before we got to the finished puzzle well yeah just actually real quick uh i i actually thought of uh spike lee's 25th hour a little bit oh, that goes yeah. into that preachiness side though. sure yeah exactly um, i mean it, it, yeah i mean the the uh, 25th hour the scene where he uh i think it's ed norton's character and he goes into the bathroom and he just starts spewing all of this like negativity and all this like racism um I could have seen a scene like that in this movie sure um just uh very very much i like I like, like we were talking about earlier, I like preachiness and I like uh, passion and I like things like that in movies. So um, I'm a big fan of Spike Lee, but it's weird that I would uh, think of Spike Lee maybe when watching this movie. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> definitely 25th hour. Um, and then, uh, oh, the other one, the, the other one, which is, it totally might seem like a total bizarre uh puzzle piece here but prisoners because prisoners is this um it's more of a story mostly about some good people that do something terrible uh, because of something terrible that happened but just the 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 darkness of that movie overall this one kind of um has that darkness and then also the way that this movie gives you pieces of all of these people's lives like it it it, it takes you like a lot of movies won't do this where you'll see a guy know nothing about him and then he plays a part later on and then you see a bad guy and he's doing bad things you have no idea who this guy is and then he works his way in later Mm. uh just like that um uh just the way it, it it worked like the way it unfolded, I guess. Sure. The way the pieces all came together, uh, and then also the how how like a darker subject it was. Right. Um. So, uh, just Prisoners was one that came to mind. Just one that I really liked a lot. So. And Prisoners is a movie that I still haven't seen. I've been telling you for years now that I'm going to finally get around to watching <laughs> oh, it. <laughs> it's. It, oh, I love that movie. I know. Watch that movie. I, I need to watch it. I know. I I could just tell that I'm going to like it. I just. I don't know why. I just still haven't watched it. I got to watch that movie. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, so does that bring us to the finished puzzle then? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, the finished puzzle for Dragged Across Concrete is Trespass, The Dark Knight, Dead Presidents, The Lethal Weapon Series, Reservoir Dogs, Jackie Brown, Gran Torino, Dirty Harry, The Nice Guys, Bad Lieutenant, Colors, Training Day, End of Watch, The Last Boy Scout, The 25th Hour, and Prisoners. And uh nice. Yeah, good nice. good good list of movies, a lot of cop movies obviously. I think, you know, when it comes down to it like we've talked about like when you 
when you get past to the overall message you've got, you actually do have a fun cop movie at the center of this. When you right. when you get past the the overall uh, you know themes of racism and and awfulness within the prisons, or I mean the the police system, and uh, you know it, it comes down to actually some really great cinematic cop stuff going on there's 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 a right. great bank robbery scene there there's great stakeout scenes there's uh the, the little glimpses into these cops lives is are really interesting and really well done and um overall i, w- I was surprised with how much i like this movie yeah no yeah it's a great movie it's actually my favorite movie this year so far um i was really really impressed with it i didn't expect to like it this much um, even though it is Mel Gibson, um, uh, but, um, it, it, it's really just, it's, it, it's kind of, it's, it's so different. I feel it's different. I mean, even, even though we mentioned all these, these various kinds of movies that are, um, you know, part of the mix here, but I, I feel like it, it's, it totally has its own personality and it's, it's just totally different. It's very unique. Um, it's not going to be a typical cop movie experience sure. that you would expect. So, um, yeah. And I, I think the, the, the acting was, was great all around in every, you know, uh, every row. Um, and, uh, there's a lot of uh a lot of you know powerful moments in the movie yeah definitely absolutely but uh i uh i i i'd recommend it i know there's probably a lot of people that already they've already jumped off the 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 bandwagon with this filmmaker yeah uh they 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 think he's racist they think he's pushing some racist agenda and then i don't know how you can watch this movie though and feel that way mm mm-hmm especially the way it ends and everything plays out. Um, but I don't know, you know, characters can be racist. <laughs> I mean, we live in a day and age where characters aren't allowed to be racist anymore. Of course, the three billboards, uh, you know, um, and people uh, hated that too. Controversy. Yeah. people. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. That was, that was the, the controversy with something like three billboards. It's like, uh, it, that to me that's ridiculous yeah i mean part of part of the power of of art is to um make us try to look at things differently uh push us to think differently you know make us look at things that we don't necessarily want to look at and, and think about yeah and um yeah it's a great movie oh yeah solid so uh, yeah, I think I think that about does it. Um, do you want to recommend something and then uh, plug anything you want to plug? Well, uh, I don't really have anything to plug. Um, as far as uh, recommending, um, I guess I would say uh, definitely watch uh, Zoller's Brawl and Cell Block Ninety Nine as well it's a totally different movie it's totally bonkers that's what i'll say about it it is absolutely bonkers um and vince vaughn uh totally different character in it than this one um he he to me uh, he comes off almost as uh slightly playing uh, uh, michael shannon in 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 some regards (laughs) but uh he, he he is like so over the top like 
in need of anger management. Um, and there's some really, really ridiculous things in it. So, um, anybody that hadn't seen it has to watch that movie. Uh, and, and that's what I was expecting. Some of the same thing with this one. Yeah. And I was pleasantly surprised that it was actually more of a serious movie than that one was. Um, so again, I, I love filmmakers that can, that can, you know, uh, kind of stay along the same way and, and, and where you can know that, Oh, this is a, you know, a Tarantino movie, but it's actually a totally different movie than the one that you watched prior. And I think that, uh, this filmmaker, he has that same quality to him. So yeah, I, um, I am on board with, uh, Zoller and I will, watching whatever he does next we, so. we all know i don't watch many movies at home but that will be the next movie i watch at home because i'm i've always wanted to see it and after watching this i'm i'm super excited to watch it um and i i guess we can close it out with my admission that i didn't realize dragged across concrete was actually playing at one theater here in vegas and i <laughs> i got suckered into watching it at home on vod so damn you mel gibson <laughs> <laughs> My name is Toby. I'm one of the hosts of the Secret Transmission Podcast. We do a satire show all about conspiracies, UFOs, the paranormal, cryptozoology, true crime, and much more. Our show is transmitted to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and many other podcast apps. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Secret Transpod. We hope you come listen to us try to explain the unexplainable. So that does it for today's episode, talking about Dragged Across Concrete with Chad Clinton Freeman. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. Hope, uh, you know, all those topics and themes didn't bother you too much. If they did, uh, don't listen to our other podcast, Bird Road, because we get into it a lot more on there. Uh, so that does it for today. As always, I want to remind you to please make sure you are subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice. We are on Pocket Casts. I went with Pocket Casts first. That's interesting. That's where I listen to podcasts, so that must be... It's on my head right now, I guess. Uh, we're also on, of course, iTunes, on Spotify, on TuneIn Radio, all the major podcast apps. If there's somewhere you listen to podcasts and you don't hear us, uh, let me know, and I will try to get us on there. Uh, you can also follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Join our Facebook group, Piecing It Together, a movie discussion group where we continue the conversation about these movies and talk about all kinds of other movies as well. Uh, you can also go to our website, PiecingPod.com, sign up for the mailing list. we got some great contests coming up soon, and you have to be signed up for the mailing list for those. Um, so get to it. And I guess that's it. Uh, I'm going to leave you guys with a piece of music and we will be back with another episode next week. But um, let's leave you with a piece of music, something dark. Um, what should we leave you guys with? Well, how about this track, Cut Open, which I think I've played on the show before, but the reason I'm going to play it is because it was used in a film. Uh, it's called Better Criminal. It's an indie film that uh, you can watch on Amazon, VOD, and a bunch of other uh VOD services and uh, it's got a, you know a similar like crime you know thriller type of vibe and so I uh, figured might as well play this song because the song was in a movie kind of like this I could have seen this song in this movie so cut open it's from my album An Unseen Sky and here we go. Mm-hmm.
and All Points West. Thank you.